to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Sunday and welcome back to the Embodied Podcast. It's been a little bit, skipped a week of podcasting. I am about eyeballs deep in an exam process in my PhD program. So really taking the time and space that I need there to to focus and reflect and give my life force to, to that. So I really appreciate the grace with the inconsistency of the episodes, but I'm back and I have something to say about love. How lovely. I put this post on Instagram and in the post, Falling in love is one thing. It's an experience of divinity, an act of the gods. Learning how to love and being loving is a whole different experience. This involves wrestling with the monotony and the mess, I would add, and the mundane found in the human realm. And my intention here is to amplify the relational dilemmas of modernity that I feel like are existing deep down I feel like ultimately falling in love feels great it's because we are taken up in rapture into the realm of the gods we're in an archetypal experience and it gives us the hit and the high of what it's like to be in that archetypal realm which is the realm of the gods this is really interesting to me to map this onto a nervous system perspective because there is, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but there's a really prominent nervous system pattern found in modern culture called the global high pattern. And this is the pattern in which a nervous system that has a lot of disruption and dysregulation can operate at a very, very high arousal state. So there's a higher tolerance for arousal, but that doesn't mean that the nervous system is necessarily regulated. So what I mean by that is a regulated nervous system is inclusive of the highs and lows within a window of tolerance. This global high pattern is basically like you're pressing your foot on the gas pedal so that you can live above anything activating that's outside of that chronically on state. And so this is commonly seen in perfectionism and workaholism, pretty much any addiction. But what's happening is our our foot is on the metaphorical gas pedal and we're living in high states of arousal. And over time, that is incredibly stressful on the human physiology because you start to get burnt out and your nervous system starts to tank. The thing that you're actually trying to avoid in that nervous system pattern, which is the lows, that's where you tend to fall into And that's Jung's theory of enantidromia, like turning into your opposite, becoming the thing that you don't want to become. And this is from a nervous system perspective, that global high pattern has so much fear 
around the lows in the system that it lives in this kind of high arousal state in a high activation state and it's basically like you're just riding through life with your foot on the gas pedal and this maps on to the realm of the archetypal and i know that i've spoken about this in the podcast before a little bit but the realm of the gods the the, the archetypal realm is a very high energetic state Jung refers to this as like the realm of, you know, 100,000 volts compared to the human realm, which is maybe 100 volts. And what happens is that when we live in that global high nervous system pattern, which is often found in any form of addiction or riding the highs through life, it's almost like we're metaphorically addicted to the realm of the gods the realm of the archetypal and so we're living above the mess of the human experience the post that i made on instagram is that we become disappointed when our partners can't live in that divine realm with us anymore or we, we recognize the the mess and the flaws and those disgusting elements that are inherent in the human realm and we start to see that in our partner and we think oh this isn't the right relationship for me whereas maybe if given time and space to really process that perhaps you're starting to see the projection of divinity fall away from your partner and if you continue to identify with that high arousal archetypal state it's a place where there's a lot of potential to project meaning like you on your mountaintop of divinity can look down upon somebody's mess and human flaws and judge or create expectations onto that person realizing that there's no way that they could live up to that in their human form they've fallen into humanity in your eyes and so they can never live up to that divine expectation this is really common when we haven't really processed the mess of the human experience within ourselves because when we do process the mess of the human experience within ourselves We have much more empathy and space and capacity for other people to be messy in their human experience as well. But when we haven't processed that mess, there's a propensity to cast judgment on those who are not living up in the archetypal realm in your eyes. This is such a common experience in relationships and it's really one of the most common ways that we can see this is... The experience of falling in love, like I said, is is it's archetypal. You're getting a hit of that 100,000 volts of energy and it's, it's infusing your being with incredibly divine energy. And that's fine that we have contact with divine energy, but the moment we start to identify with it and expect our lives to be lived in the realm of the gods, we start to miss out on the things that make us the most human. And there's something to be said as well as I was listening to a series of talks by Marianne Woodman and Robert Johnson, who are Jungian scholars. They're talking about romantic love. And Robert Johnson made made this point that it's really interesting. It's called the honeymoon phase. 
because a moon cycle only lasts for about a month. And it's really interesting to really sit with those experiences in our lives where we've been kind of captivated and pulled into that archetypal realm. It'd be lovely to live there forever. But there's something about the fall of consciousness where we have to learn to be here in the human realm with all of its suffering. When that honeymoon phase dissolves, we're left with the mess of the human condition. So often there's a lack of reflection in that place that we lose what we're actually being called to and that's bringing consciousness to the suffering of the human realm which is also another archetypal experience but by processing that suffering we're bridging the human and the divine rather than identifying with just the divine because this is such a common pattern is like when that honeymoon phase leaves maybe it lasts longer than a month maybe it lasts a couple years and something in the relationship is needing to die something in yourself something in the partner Something in that container needs to transform and there's an unwillingness to look at that. Often it's, oh, this isn't the right person for me. I'm going to find somebody or something else to give me that hit of the archetypal realm. And what I find the most when I'm working with people who fall into these patterns the most is that there is this pattern of constant disappointment in the human experience where they keep bumping up against the limits of the human experience, the suffering of the human experience, the flaws and the mess of the human experience. And instead of just turning to something else to give you that hit or somebody else to give you that hit, perhaps maybe... The invitation is to look inside yourself and see where you might be denying or resisting the integration of what makes us the most human. And that is the mess of the human experience. And this process is incredibly difficult to grapple with within yourself because if you've lived, let's talk about it from a nervous system and physiological state if you've been living in that chronic high on state anything that doesn't feel high or doesn't feel like that typically evokes a large terror in the psyche in the system and so basically what happens is that person will create strategies where they bounce off the bottom back into that global high pattern So they'll feel really, really high for a couple days. Their nervous system will feel really, really activated and on. And then they'll kind of burn out. But then they'll find something to like pull them out of that burnout state. And I was talking to my fiance about this. And he was like, oh, that was the pattern that I was living in when I was doing ultra endurance races. And this isn't a broad sweeping statement to say that everyone that runs ultra marathons and ultra endurance races are in this pattern but I would say that a lot more individuals than we think in this culture live in this pattern to sustain the amount of 
activity and engagement and socialization and connection that modern humanity is expecting of us, this global high pattern is a pattern that most people operate in. And it's incredibly terrifying to come out of that. Well, relationships amplify the edges of that. Because when the relationship falls out of that state of high and good and pleasant and and safe in the realm of the gods, and you start to bump into the messes of another person, it's a beautiful practice arena if the relationship is safe enough to find co-regulation and co-attunement to learn what it's like to regulate yourself in the mess of a human experience. And again, that's not necessarily your partner's job to hold you all the way through that. I would highly recommend going to see a practitioner or a therapist to help you navigate that state or a somatic experiencing practitioner. But if you're bumping up against that in your relationship, maybe it's not necessarily a sign that your relationship has to end per se. Maybe you're just bumping up against your capacity to tolerate the human experience. And I know I've said this before on the podcast as well, that sometimes in that global high state, these people, they can tolerate a lot of arousal, but there's not a lot of capacity for the highs and the lows. The, the capacity for integrative paradox of the both ands, the highs and the lows, that's a little skewed in the global high pattern because the global high pattern likes to be on all the time and if your relationship isn't on all the time and there are periods and times where it's off or it's bumping up against your edges of your capacity to regulate yourself it's interesting that we leave because what actually might be happening is there might be this unresolved flight pattern that's underneath that global high pattern that needs to be integrated so that your capacity expands. And so you don't necessarily have to literally leave the relationship, but you do have to address the flight pattern that's in your body that's telling you, I have to get the fuck out of here. And maybe that's your work. And maybe your work is to leave. I don't know. It's, it's a very personal, it's based on your personal relationship. And who knows, again, not a broad sweeping statement, but this podcast is really just to have you contemplate that perhaps if your relationship is is in that process of coming out of the realm of the divine, you're falling into the human experience, there it's where we have to learn how to love and be loving with ourselves as we can create a capacity to be with the paradox that is inherent in the human condition. And that involves suffering and mess, and monotony, and the mundane of everydayness. And so just because your partner's not sweeping you off your feet every single day anymore, that doesn't mean that there's a problem, but you're bumping up against an edge that is asking for reflection. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and I would love to hear your feedback. You can always join my free community. I'll put the link in the show notes. And there, there's a discussion board where you can ask questions about any of the podcasts. 
And one last little piece of housekeeping. This Tuesday, August 30th, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, myself, Jessica DePazzi, and Jennifer McMasters are hosting a roundtable discussion on Leo season in the Zodiac. So you can bring all of your questions about the Zodiac sign of Leo, and we'll be jamming on that this Tuesday evening. You can find the link to drop in and join us in that roundtable discussion for $18, I believe it is, on this Tuesday. So I'd love to see you guys there if you're interested in astrology. I take an an archetypal astrological perspective, so really amplifying the different patterns and symbols like I do in this podcast. I would love to see you guys there. And with that being said, I hope you guys have a great week and perhaps I will talk to you guys on Thursday. Bye guys.